Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where tonight my friends and I will be playing Mothership. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is called Counting the Cost. It was written by Morgan Llewellyn, and he is also our warden. This is a long one-shot, so without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Morgan? Thank you, Tom. Traveling through the lonely depths of space, is Constellation Accounting Craft 53992 on its way to Alpha 7938, a colony owned by Halcyon Industrial. On board this interstellar craft is a team of crack accountants going to perform the colony's bicentennial audit. The last time the accountant firm sent a team out here was 50 years ago, and they only found a few discrepancies. So we will now turn to those on board the ship as slowly one by one they are waken out of their cryo sleep so let's start with you leo bloom how does it feel to emerge out of your hypersleep after being in there in that pod that tiny little claustrophobic pod for six months i i had the most bizarre dream i i for some reason left my position as an accountant and I, I became a Broadway producer, but um it was a strange fantasy. Anyways, I I I guess it sometimes disturbs me that uh that I dream while I'm in, in stasis. But uh, other than a little bit of nausea, I, I, I feel okay. Glad to be out of that thing. Time is money. Next up, Mark Geats. Well, just another day in the frozen tuna can. Can't do much about it. Someone's got to make sure this rust bucket keeps on flying. So, might as well be me. All right, MK, you don't as much wake up from a hypersleep pod as you are simply powered back on. I think he's not powered back on. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! And it, it, it's a slight. It's a slight. Uh, the the OS hangs a little bit. Slow uh, reboot. Slow Excuse reboot. me. Excuse me. There. Uh, my name is MK Praj X two five zero one Z. I am an accountant specializing in computers. How can I assist you? All right. Next up, waking up is George Metz. Oh, I'm starving. It's been too long since I've eaten, and I really have to use the bathroom. Oh, I already don't get around very well as it is, but the cryo sleep kind of puts a chill in the bones. All right, and Martin Leung. Lunig. Lunig. My apologies. Uh, yes. Cracking all of my bones. And you know what? This this gives me a good idea for a a particularly spicy political cartoon. I think. All right. So our the team is all awake, and your happy on board computer assistant says that you will arrive at your destination in three hours. 
Well, that's not a whole lot of time to get acquainted to the space, but I'll make do. Uh, Mr. Geats, are you familiar with um, uh, robot maintenance or synthetic maintenance? I forget uh, they don't like to be called robots anymore. Not too well. I mean, I know my way around a monkey ranch in a Allen, but I didn't really work on too many since. How about, how about the, the, you know anything about the speech centers? Our, uh, our synthetic is uh, sounding a little bit like an old-fashioned robot instead of like a proper synthetic. <clears throat> I think something might be wrong with its speech center. Oh, hang on. He's doing something. Excuse me, sir. I uh, <clears throat> just had to reboot. I see. I, I am well trained in artificial intelligence technologies encoding. Good. All right then. Um, we'll test that. Um, give me pi to the forty ninth digit. Pi to the forty ninth digit. Correct. Oh, he's frozen up. Shit. Ah. Uh. Sorry, uh, it is old technology. <laughs> I can't calculate that, you know. <laughs> it, it takes them a minute. Takes them a minute. That's okay. Oh, hey, sorry guys, I got everyone's coffee here. Just a tea. Also, I think someone asked for a tea. So, ah, thanks, George. Yeah, of course, of course. I'm going to be sorting through, uh, catch up on the data net retrieval, and make sure that there's no messages that are pertinent. But I'll let you know. Yeah, find out when we're going to arrive and. What's well, the full extent of the mission? I know we're doing an audit. Well, I can oh. worry about when we're going to get there. I'll head on up to the cockpit, see what the autopilot's got on. Sure. It's so probably George, alpha. Yeah. In, in checking the messages that the ship has received, um, you have received a, uh, a welcoming message. So it's from Halcyon Industrial. Mining, mining the building blocks of tomorrow, um, welcoming you into Halcyon Industrial Space. Um, the the whole team is a, is eagerly awaiting your arrival at Alpha Seven Nine Three Eight later this afternoon. Um, lodgings have been arranged for you and your team. Um, we look forward to meeting you. I uh, put the message up on main screen for everyone to see and look over my shoulder. Also in the data. Um, in the computers, you find that you have an audit plan. So the plan for this bicentennial audit is kind of three, there are three segments to it. There is an assets report, finances and controls, and security. So this will entail, you will use um, computer systems to generate a random list of, of assets from their systems, and you're going to go and assess them all Make sure that they've been accounted for properly. See if any of them are damaged, miscategorized, inoperable, um, et cetera. Make sure everything's all accounted for so people aren't like buying assets and then like, you know, taking them home, mm -hmm. et cetera. Um, finances and controls. You're making sure everything's, um, you know, A-OK -okay on their books. They're not misreporting anything. Mm -hmm. um, making sure they have the proper due diligence in place. You know, people aren't writing themselves checks. And then security, making sure that any access to sensitive information or systems is only appropriately assigned. Mm -hmm. So only the right people with the right security clearances are accessing the right systems. Okay. And those are the three 
the three primary objectives of this bicentennial audit. I think I, uh, I think I found something as far as an itinerary, uh, Leo, when I throw that up on uh, the main screen as well. Simple enough, straightforward. Does any, has anybody been to um, Colony Alpha before? I realized the last audit was like 50 years ago, so it wouldn't have been one of you for that. But um, Well, maybe MK, I don't know. Were you there? Uh, I was not. I'm a new uh, model. Oh, you're a new model. Could have fooled um, me. Well, hey now, Martin, let's be nice. Let's be nice. Do you guys you know, know whether it's programmed. a... Is it one of those underground civilizations or is it a domed city? I hope it's domed. I hear the planet itself is kind of shitty. Well, I let believe me take it's a, domed. I'll take a look up on the, on the uh, planet side maps. It'll probably show up on the scanner. So, Mark, looking at those navigational data that's being fed to you so you know where to land, it is primarily a dome. There's a central kind of city or habitation block that covers about like 50 square miles. So it's a rather sizable structure. Um, yeah. But the we mining operation and the networks, the hubs going out the planet is all basically done through an underground like subway system. Right. Looks like, like where we're going will be hidden. Uh, planet under the planet, though. They got most of it underground. Well, hopefully there'll be some nice parks or something to walk around in on our breaks. Mm. Maybe a nice shawarma place. Well, we'll just have to wait and see, Mr. Bloom. We'll just have to wait and see. So is there anything Jesus else? Christ, who made this coffee? <laughs> so, sorry, Leo. It's, it's the instant stuff. It's all we have. Can we get a replicator in here? It's just going to replicate more. Uh, a replicator coffee. has been noted by the company as an wow. unnecessary expenditure. Fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh. They 1099 that. They just. Well, that's corporate for you. Realize that the coffee makes us work harder. At least they still have paper towels instead of those horrible blow dryers. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Although yeah. the paper towels aren't made of paper anymore. They're made out of, uh, I don't know what the hell it is, some carbon fiber. Synthetic, probably. Recycled get... protein fibers. That's why you have to keep reusing them. <laughs> it's made out of uh, washed feces that they recycle into fiber. Well, that's what they make the chocolate cake out of, yeah. <laughs> to reconstitute it and uh, be revitalized. Hey, ever since they switched to the, the, the poop fibers, the cake has been filled with protein. And it's, <laughs> it's a win-win for everyone. Mm -hmm. So highly well, nutritious. If anyone needs Thank God me, they got I'll rid of the, the, the toilet paper, though. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the supersonic B-Day really was a leap forward in uh, human mm -hmm. innovation. I think I think the, what really probably caused it was because all of the upper middle management kept getting TP'd on uh, on weekends when they'd make us work. So no more TP. I do uh, miss being able to doodle while I uh, poodle, but oh well. I do miss those TP raids. Those were pretty good. Just remember, if you doodle while you poodle, that's on company time and is therefore time theft. Again, chirps in your lovely digital computer assistant on the ship. 
Oh, of course. I would only doodle when I poodle on my own time. <laughs> oh, wait. Now I know what you're talking about. Uh, well, let's get planet side. Let's not keep those minor boys waiting. What's the atmosphere like? Uh, it's going to be a rough toxic. landing. Full of toxic fumes from the mining, full of dust storms. Um, a rough landing was putting it mildly. So as you were coming down, Mark, can you roll for me a pilot check? Sure thing. Uh, Let's what... go, Mark. So what do I have to roll? So... You're you are trained in piloting, correct? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that gives you a plus ten percent. That helps, right? So we're gonna have we're gonna add that to um. So with the vehicle specialization, those uh those come compounds, you're adding twenty five to your um. We'll say your speed. Gotcha. How fast you react. So you are rolling your speed plus twenty. You're rolling as your speed plus twenty five. Got it. That is, that's a fail. That is a 79 over 54. All right. So as you start, as the ship starts coming in, it starts having violent turbulence. Um, Buckle up. Everybody, everybody will make a fear check (laughs) as... You can't see the ground. You're falling fast. It doesn't seem like Mark has a handle on this, so it's a little unnerving. Okay. Fear check. How? So you should um, have a list of saves, depending on what your um, there is what your specialization is. So, like, for instance, MK has, as an android, has a fear rating of 85. So you're rolling. You want equal to that or below. Oh, I'm good. I have failed my fear check massively. <laughs> I have feared I'm, it a little. I'm good. I rolled under. All right, and anybody mm. who was who was nearby MK gets a disadvantage. So you have to roll twice and take the worst result because MK is just so unnaturally just serene. <laughs> As an android, I do not feel fear. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're all fearing, like you're about to hurl his planet and die, and MK is just sitting there, just with a slight little smile, just so nothing's happening. If we fail, then our stress level goes up one. It goes up by one. That's all. Your stress. All right. Well, I'm good. Not the first time I've had a bumpy ride. So those of you who pass, you manage to stay calm. Like it's a, it's fine. It's fine. People do this all the time. Mark, it's not going to ram us into the surface of this planet. We'll be okay. If you failed, um, you know, you're feeling that you're feeling that kind of anxiety, that uh, kind of pit pulling out of your stomach. Like, mm. Last time yeah. we hired somebody from New Texas. I'm and eventually you hit the landing thrusters and you slowly kind of land down on this metal plate that's on the surface of the planet that kind of lowers down and then closes off above you. And you have arrived. Ladies and gentlemen, please receive your baggage from the upper containment. We are landed. 
please remember to tip your pilot on the way out. <laughs> we don't tip. You've never tipped him, Mr. Bloom? I tip him every time. That's oh what my god, like he gets in the mail paid. room. I, I get you're you're joking. Nobody tips anymore. Are, are I know the paperwork. Supposed- I know what he gets paid. This is getting tips. What a rich idea. We're accountants, goddammit, not uh philanthropists. Right, so as you are exiting your your craft, um the landing, this kind of landing area is rather, it's kind of dimly lit. Um, I mean, it is underground. They're not pumping too much electricity out here. Um, but there is a rather old model Android um, kind of waiting, um, kind of outside the craft by, by a door. But there's no people. It's a creek. There's nobody out here to, to meet you. Kind of uh, unusual, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, MK, MK, can you do you have the capability of scanning? No, no. Could you talk to the creaker? They're kind of funny. I I don't so much for the welcome mat, honestly. Exactly. That's creaker is a highly offensive term, Mister Bloom. Sorry, I wasn't calling you a creaker. No offense taken. Can I use my computers on the Android? I mean, if you, what do you, what are you trying to do? I don't know. Figure out like when it was produced, like what kind of model this is. Um, sure. Yeah, you can add that to intelligence and and see if you know. Um, All right. Oh yeah, pass thirteen. Yeah, so this this is a, I mean, outdated is putting it mildly. Um, from what you recall about the records, the the infrastructure here was last updated about 150 years ago, and that's about when this model was last produced. So it was cutting edge 150 years ago. Freaker. Because at night when they're wandering old, around, old you can hear those model. ball joints. Yeah. Anyways, find out. Just go plug your thing into him and figure out what's going on, where we're supposed to go. I mean, does it talk? Yeah, we could try talking to it. Do they have talking interfaces back then? Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they, they do. Um, it's currently kind of just in this kind of frozen, smiley wave pose. I'm right behind you, Mark, and I kind of clutch my compad to my chest. All right, I guess me and George will go up and say hello. Yeah, as you as you start walking up to it, it kind of like lights up a bit and waves. It says, "Welcome from Halcyon Industrial Constellation yeah. Accounting Party." <laughs> How? We are so pleased to have you as guests today. Uh, right. Um, Fine. Where are our rooms? Please follow me. And it stiffly gestures towards the door, which begins opening. 
Um, again, this this it's kind of this tube like um, corridor, but it's got that um kind of like uh, at airports that those little um ground kind of tracks, so you kind of move oh, yeah. faster down them. Um, I think we're supposed to go this way, and like it starts. It starts. It starts leading you down this. Yeah, right. <clears throat> you know what? All these miner boys are probably busy in the mines, you know, digging up all them rocks and geodes and whatnot, and they just forgot to greet us at the door. That's probably all it was. Well, they probably just hate us. I mean, we've got had this reception before, what, 20 or 30 times already? Yeah, we're, we're hardly the most uh, popular people in the Halcyon uh, yeah. Corporation. I have yet to see anybody come running out and say, "Oh my God, the accountants are here! How wonderful!" But, I mean, you might expect, and, I, and it's worth it's worth noting you are not Halcyon industrial employees. You are third party. You are a yeah, third, third party. party. You are yeah. Constellation accounting employees. Right. But usually, somebody comes out, right? Yeah, at least the foreman, right? I mean, you'd expect. We'll see. So you are led down this, you know, rather dilapidated corridor um and eventually you you emerge into a place that has like better lighting um and all of a sudden like the the tile seems more updated it's this nice kind of medical clean white um everything kind of feels a little sterile there are some what you believe are synthetic plants in here like more of what you would expect to be a reception area okay now Uh, we're talking and you hear you kind of like there's nobody like in here. You can see like a desk, but there's like just a computer terminal there. Um, nobody seems to be seated, and you you kind of hear footsteps like on tile coming. Um, and the side door opens, and you see a party of a of a couple, a handful of people walk in. Um, and the, one of them's in the lead. He's dressed in a very kind of sharp suit, and he says, "My sincerest apologies. Um, it seems that we had sent you the." The wrong navigation data or or something you seem to have landed at a at a pad we didn't anticipate but um ah uh, uh, no no worries my Computers sincerest ride. apologies my sincerest apologies um please it is a, it's wonderful to meet you uh, we're so glad that you uh that you have arrived constellation yeah, accounting uh is uh happy to be here thank you and your name sir uh leo bloom Leo Bloom. I am Alexander Sons. Alexander, Mr. Sons. Senior Director of Operations here at the Colony. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Sons. Yes, and uh, let me uh, let me introduce a few members of uh, of our team here. Um, he points to a rather large and stern-looking man um, who's standing right next to him. Um, this is Solomon Joyce, our Director of uh, Colony Security. Um, Helen Pullman, he directs to a woman to his left. Um, she's our director of mineral slash ore extraction operations. And then Trinity Barnes, he points to somebody standing behind him, um, direct, uh, director of colony finances. Um, uh, Miss Barnes, glad to meet you. Yes, it's uh, looking forward to uh, making sure everything is in order. Excellent. Well, we're eager to get ready, but it was quite a long and a bit rough journey there at the end. Would you mind if we freshened up before we... Uh... 
Oh, of course, of course. You should get yourself settled in uh, before we get to work. Of course, of course. Um, please, uh, if you will, if you will accompany me this way. And Mr. Sons uh, takes you kind of through a door back behind this desk um, to a series of elevators. Um, and as you go up, this seems, you seem to be going up for a long time. Um, it's kind of just this dark kind of space, but eventually you rise up and out of the ground and you are in a rather large structure in the middle of this massive dome. Um, and you can kind of see the sprawling like city and like greenhouses and, and things kind of out into the landscape um, beyond, oh. out into out into the edges. Um, and you just keep going up and up and up. So this is a rather massive structure that goes rather deep into the ground. Um, and you stop about halfway up this um, this tower, and he says, uh, "We have some guest uh, rooms for you." Excellent. Already, I hope they are to your liking. Um, if they're not, you can uh, feel free to contact any member of my uh, of my staff. Um, any Halcyon sure. industrial employee will be uh, happy to assist you. I'm sure they'll be fine. Um, and your offices, uh, is it easy enough to find them? Uh, yep, just have take, this, take this right to the top. All right, excellent. Um, what time would be convenient for you? Perhaps in an hour? An hour works just fine. All right. All right. Perfect. Marvelous. Thank you very much. If he, he leaves you and he gets back in the elevator and goes up. I wonder if he's related to that uh, that game designer from hundred years ago or so. I don't know. He seems familiar. The name seems familiar to me. It is an evocative name. Hobbies. Um, all right, gentlemen. We got five rooms. Let's uh, let's clean up and get ready. Mm-hmm. All right. So your your rooms there they're not terribly nice, but they're not they're not cheap either. Yeah, they're just there's a there's a small bed, there's there's restroom, place to wash up, but rather small compact spaces. At least it's not like Kanjamalan 4 where we were in those little pods. Yeah, I had the the rust bucket loved those little pods. Well, he needs that little square meter. Yeah, but he doesn't mind the uh the civilian cockroaches that were uh living in the walls. I did. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as it ain't a cryo bed, I'll take anything. Yeah, that was we got a talked to them about fixing some of the uh, amenities in there. And I really didn't like the fact that I was dreaming. You get freezer burn again, Leo. Maybe on the inside. Mm. Yeah, they, you really think they would have uh, developed that out of the technology by now? But who can say that? I'm not an engineer. I'm just a bean counter. Yeah, you know, I once had a brother who, uh, you know, was also a pilot. 
Yeah, his pod uh, malfunctioned right in the middle of the trip. Fortunately, he didn't make it out of the pod. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I heard that prolonged uh, prolonged uh, stasis uh, makes your dick shrink. Is that true? I've heard I mean, some of the guys go out on the five-year missions. They come out with immunities. I mean, from that to that, it was terrible. I'm sure Thank he's God just for joking. genetic engineering. Because MK sure doesn't have to. Joking. MK doesn't have to worry about that. I'm sure he's just pulling your leg, George. No need to worry about it. Besides, okay. I don't think any of us are going on year-long trips anytime soon. Um, I'm gonna take a quick shower and. You get yourself washed up. What is everybody yep. else doing? Uh, same. Uh, yeah, I'll do the same. I'm going to make a very cutting political cartoon about autopilots and how uh, they always pilot, but are they always automatic? No. It's very very profound. Very profound. And very funny. Don't fry the robot. (laughs) I'm sorry, artificial intelligence. Yeah. Damn it. (laughs) My mom used that term all the time. Right, so we'll and say... afterwards, so afterwards, I'll meet up with everybody and mm-hmm. we can head on up. Right, I want to. So you... oh, yeah, I just want to work on my uh, reboot program so I don't have embarrassing impediments while re- while rebooting again. <clears throat> All right, so you spend the hour going through a quick reboot. Um, make sure everything is is running fine. Um, and so the five of you get back in the elevator and you go all the way up to the very top floor. Hmm. Um, and you go in and this, um, this place um, looks, just looks expensive. I mean, pillars are covered in gold plating. There are high-tech touchscreen electronic monitors pretty much in every wall, massive windows, um, lots of lighting. You think those are real plants? Um, and again, in, uh... you see two, two much newer model um, synthetics um, sitting in a very nice, um, again, another, another uh, reception on desk. It's a little too much gold for my taste. It's a bit gauche. Yeah, looks like it was decorated in 23rd century Trump. He did have a thing for gold back then. Oh, yeah. um, yeah, slap MK on the back there. Hey, you can uh, you can make some new friends. Look. As an android, I'm still working on friendship capabilities. Ah, you'll get it. Everybody's a little nervous and making friends the first time, but once you get talking to people, you'll get you'll be right as rain, MK, right as rain. So MK, do you prefer Android or Synth? Uh what's in I style th- now? I think it's the intent behind the word that matters to me. So artificial person? 
That works fine. <laughs> Synthetically abled. Synthetically abled. There we go. And one no, of the I... one of the receptionists chirps in. Says, Are you constellation accounting? Yes. Yes, Mr. Suns is scheduled to have a meeting with you in conference room to your left. Thank you. Thank you very much. Please let us know if you need anything. They say in unison. <laughs> All right, go on in. At least the customer service is on point. Mm, yeah, at least. Yeah, them two remind me of this old movie my dad uh, once showed me. Yeah, before the hologram technology, they used to have these things called movies. It's super vintage. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, uh, my dad showed me a movie like uh, remind me of them too. Mm. Uh, yeah, they're, they're at this uh, weird, fancy, isolated place. Lots of this thing called snow. I I don't remember if we get snow. Uh, if anyone's been on a planet that gets snow, but it's uh it's cold. It's surprisingly uh, hard um, where it looks quite fluffy in uh, all media, but it is quite um, hard. Point being... I'm sorry, two... sir, but uh, Mr. Sun's uh, time is very valuable. Brad, sorry. Please, sorry. he's waiting. Yeah, uh, so pl please, yes. Forgive These us. bots don't appreciate the uh, old arts. I'll walk into the uh, room. Yep. You walk into this room again. Very, it's very well lit. Um, you see, at, at pretty much every seat at the table, there's a little computer terminal kind of coming out of it. Um, the very, and everything, everything's um, well lit, clean lines, glass, metal, gold. Um, again, there are what you think are real plants in here, and kind of seated at the head of the table, um, you see um, Mr. Sons, who has this. Um, this very kind of that predatory businessman smile yeah, lovely. on his face like he's he's putting on a show that he's, you know. So do we sit down here? Or do we sit up there? Do you think? Please take a seat wherever you'd like. Oh, he heard me. All right. Sit up. Sit up close so we can understand and hear him. Yeah, in front of the class. Take notes, rookie. I pull out my compad and start scribbling. Mr. Sons, I would like to say that you look quite sharky today. Which oh, is I pleasant. thank you. I believe that uh, everyone should carry with them an executive mindset. That's how one navigates through the times in which we live. Indeed. Efficiency, I always say. We uh, pride ourselves on our efficiency, and we hope to get this audit done as quickly and efficiently as possible. Uh, I must assure you that we are completely impartial. Uh, being a third-party uh, uh, company, um, we are not loyal to Halicon or to any other company. Uh, we will be fair and impartial. We will inform you of any discrepancies that we find, and we will try to resolve them so that we can have a nice, clean accounting at the very end. Well, that's that's just what I like to hear. So what do you need from myself and my team? Well, we'll need access to your uh, financial computers and um, 
a pencil sharpener. Uh, we'll need access to um, some of your uh, facilities as well, so we can uh, double check some of these assets that will be. Uh, of course, of course. Do you need to schedule interviews with any of my staff? We don't um, know yet, but maybe. We'll definitely ask questions if we have them. Excellent. Well, please don't hesitate to contact me personally. My office is on the floor. Um, my assistants out front can happily put some time on my schedule if you need to talk to me. Um, I, I have instructed my staff to be uh, to make themselves as available to you as possible. Um, in the interim, um, you should have access to our autumn, to our assistant Hilda. And also, you hear this 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 voice just um, kind of speak into the room. Yes, I am here. Yeah, so please uh, direct any questions to her first. Um, she has access to to pretty much everything around here, so she's a good. We uh, we will probably. Uh, I think that we're adjusted, but um, our circadian rhythms might be off just a bit. Our planets are quite a bit different, and we're used to galactic time currently. Um, I see that we're here. What time of the day is it on? Well, you see, days on this planet are rather long, and the nights are feel even longer. Um, it's about... I don't know, 52 hours to a regular, a regular full cycle. We're all used to 20. We're all used to 26. So that actually might work out. Um, uh, if we uh, work for 12, take 12 off, work for 12, take 12 off, it divides in evenly. Mm. Or 13, 13. Can you guys do 13? Nah, should be fine. We'll do 13s. Well, excellent. I will. I will let you get to it. Excellent. All right. And he stands up and he leaves rather briskly. Well, he leaves his own office and leaves us in there. Oh, this. No, you're no, you're you're in a conference room. Yeah. Okay. okay. So if we, I think that we're on the correct correct schedule at least. So we should have day and night, day and night. Mm. No, we shouldn't. We should have day and night, night and day, day and night, night and day. Yeah, that'll so, work. I think if I'm remembering our list right, we got to check the accounts, make sure nobody's been taking anything out of the pot too early. Right. Uh, we got to double check if any information's been leaked from any place. And I don't make sure that the, that everything's controlled, assets. that the assets yeah. are being controlled. Right. Um, so we'll need to go into the accounting area and get uh, access to the computer systems. Yep. Well, oh, let's make oh. our way down. Yeah. I wonder if we can just ask the AI to start preparing an assets report. I'm sure it will take a while. Are we allowed to do that? Don't we have to do the work ourselves? Otherwise, the AI could have been programmed to uh, exaggerate the data. More hide some things that the company wants to keep hidden. Right. We also need to accumulate at least 5,000 credits in bribes by the end of this. Tips. Let's call them tips. 
See, I um, told you tip your pilot. You do do tips in this business. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, Mark. No, I think we need the raw data files. Mm. Yeah. Well, I will uh, prepare for, the raw I, data. Can, I can prepare those for you. Excellent. Do you, can you tell yeah. us where the uh, where the office is where we can do our work? The the computer terminals here should have access to all the computer oh. networks that you okay. that are within scope for this audit. Sure. Yeah, this will work. If you would like to go to the financial offices, they are on floor five. Okay. Does everybody have That's their Ticonderoga thirty five thirty five laser pencils? Yep. Set on maximum sharpness. Excellent. I got the suede black edition because I'm cool. Um, well, I, I'm a bit old fashioned. We use Garmon font, font. You know, Garmin. I like Garmin very Pro much. Program your laser pencil for Garmon. Uh huh. Oh, you've got that southern accent so high. Okay. Yes. Um, so, um, right. if we generate a, a a couple of tables of assets, then some of us can split off and go. Uh, get some uh, legwork in uh, going in assessing those uh, while some people stay here and uh, do the books and then we can swap around just so no one gets too uh, tired out by sitting at uh, looking at numbers all day although sure. I'm sure old uh, MK here it's like nudging him uh, he, I bet he could look at numbers all day couldn't you champ uh, maybe I should hang out with you so uh, we can correct your Anti-simp views I've been seeing in your cartoons lately. I don't know Hilda. what you're talking about. That cartoon could have been a synth. It could have been an old-fashioned robot. There's nothing that says it was actually a, a synthetic robot that uh, is used as part of the Constellation Accounting Fund. Well, uh, I'm happy to do a little bit of legwork for anyone who wants to come with. Hilda, can we order coffee and tea and stuff? Of course. I will happily get that ordered for you. All right. I would like Mr. A, a French roast, please. Um, double cup. Double cup Six, French roast. 16 of ounces. Yeah. It is so unseemly that synths take names from their masters. <clears throat> Hilda heard... is an acronym. Mm. Is it now? What's it an acronym for? Halcyon Industrial Living Digital Assistant. Ah. Uh, that makes sense. Are you the 2000 series or the 5000 series? I am a 5000 series, sir. Very nice. Um, you should tell everybody that they need to upgrade the downstairs a little better because it's 150 years old down there. Or at least the one we landed in. Yeah. Of course, it said we landed in the wrong one. What did yeah. the nav beacon say? That's what the nav beacon told. That's where the nav beacon told me to land. Oh, somebody fucked up then. Yeah. It wasn't me. All right. Yes. Hilda, please uh, order me some coffee. And um, how long will it take you to get me the raw data files? The raw assets report should be ready in two hours. Okay. All right. Well, hey, George, why don't you come with me and we'll uh, make sure the security of this place is rock solid, make sure nothing got leaked. Yeah, I'm just about on loading this. There we go. Yeah, whenever you're All ready. Right. 
Well, we'll leave the three of you to these assets, and me and George will be off. Martin, let's Come organize on. the room. Let's let's put um, let's put uh, asset assessment at this computer and finance at this from and security over here. Uh, uh, do these computer terminals move? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, we can physically separate the computer terminals out then across this border. Um, and uh, I'll assume that we can uh, we can uh, upload to the wall screens so yep. that we can all mm -hmm. view what we're what we're working on at the same time. Well, excellent. Yeah, so if it's two hours before our um, uh, raw assets are available, uh, shall we start uh, double checking the numbers? Yeah, let's uh, let's go over what they say they did. They did. Mm. All right. So right. you start you start going over the accounts, um, and this this is going to take you, you know, again quite some time to do. Twelve hours or oh, thirteen hours we've got working on yeah, it. So. Yeah. So. By the time the asset report is ready, um, just by looking at kind of kind of just giving through things, um, you've already noticed something a little odd. The the company seems to carry a lot of um, employee debt on its balance sheets in the sense that as assets they have pretty much all of the 40,000 people that live on this planet are Halcyon employees and owe some form of debt repayment to Halcyon Industrial. And there seems to have been a large slate that have seemed to have dropped off recently. About 2,000 of these that's a very high Bet amount holders. have seemed to be now zeroed out. And the what asset you, report is ready at this time. What do you make of this? I don't know. It's a hell of a store shop ledger. It's it's one of the difficulties in allowing a, a, a planet, its own government, to, to determine what's legal and what's not. In this case, excuse me, the... I remember reading in ancient history something about um, companies hiring workers and paying them in tokens, and they had to buy their everything from the company itself, and they ended up being in debt permanently. There was no way they would ever get paid enough money to get out of debt to the only company they were working. It's slave slavery, indentured servitude, maybe. It's worth twenty. In the 20th century, many mining corporations and automotive manufacturers use this technique. Yeah. Thanks, MK. It's 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 incredibly strange to see 2,000 of these zeroed out. Um, oh, I don't remember what the game master term is in this game. Warden. Uh, warden. Warden. Um, yes. These 2,000 debts were they zeroed out uh, simultaneously or over? spate of uh, a they are uh, they have happened time? they have happened in clusters okay so you'll get 20 on one day 150 on the next day 75 30 but they've all happened in the last three months now does but this look like debt forgiveness or 
that the person is no longer working for the company. From the accounting books, it is not clear. Fuck. Worth asking, maybe. I mean, I, I, I know it's not uncommon practice uh, in some of these companies to, uh, should you die whilst having an accrued debt, that debt just gets passed on to your relatives. So even if these uh, uh, employees have somehow stopped working for whatever reason, that this should still be a debt just potentially uh, moved. Potentially what's happened is they've cloned it and then not marked down that they've cloned it and zeroed it out. And that's why it looks so strange here. Mm. Um, but the, the fact that it's happening in clusters indicates to me that there is some sort of uh, cleanup or like this is an active um, process that's uh, currently happening or has just recently happened. Well, which how is, long uh, have concerning they, to say the least. How long have they known that we were on our way? How long have we been on our way? Uh, You've been on your way for the last six months. Six months, yeah. And so started they three might ago. be trying to clean something up that they don't want us to see. Are they? We're going to clean it up. Surely, it's easy to just falsify your records and to start zeroing out uh, scores of people. You know, this is going to look off to anyone. Well, the problem is that these are uh, are data confirmed raw files. You can you can you can falsify them after this point, but you shouldn't be able to falsify anything at this point. Or you wouldn't actually be uh, keeping track of anything, you know. Uh, uh, Hilda, are these in fact raw data that have not been altered in any manner whatsoever? Yes, that is raw data extracted from the uh, the accounting system. I could right. put, plug you into the accounting system so you could see the same data through a user interface if you would. So like Mr. Blue. Yes, please do that and put it on uh, on screen four. Thank you. Yes, and so it 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 pops up. Um and you see a lot of all of them have been kind of flagged um as an asset transferal. So the debt holding the debt as an asset has been transferred into a different kind mm -hmm. of categorization of asset as they've been zeroed out as debt. Hilda, hmm. do you have any data on why this was done like this? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I do not. Can you show us where this debt has been transferred to? In what category of database? Of course. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot. I left. You see all, all of these, all of this, these lists. They come up with a list of assets. Um, and a quick, a quick spending some time looking. These are the only of these these two thousand transfers that have occurred. These are the only ones tagged this way. They seem to be some unique asset, and it's it's not entirely clear to you from the codes what exactly it means but they've turned these accounts into a different type of asset that's kind of uncategorized but they're the only things that are uncategorized are there any employment to the payment records um that we can look at yes there are lots of do they continue do they uh do they continue for these people after 
the debt has been cleared. So doing some cross-checking, um, you realize that these are just these are just raw numbers. Um, you don't have like employee IDs or or things in connected oh, in connection okay. with these with these debt accounts. But do we see but, so clusters? so if you're looking if you're looking at employee so looking at the data set of employee payments or wages, you do notice a correlation. Eventually the employment payment amount goes down as these clusters, like in alignment with these clusters, like their expenditures have gone have gone down. So more than likely, there have been some accidents on this mining vessel. Maybe we mm. could corroborate some of those uh, uh, deductions that we found in the report with uh, some security footage. Surely, if there were that many people that were disappearing, it wouldn't have gone unnoticed. It wouldn't even need footage. You just need the um, safety reports in general. They're, sure. They ought to be required to uh, catalog and report these things. Um, I, I think this is worth a trip to the um, accounting office um, to try and get someone to explain exactly what this is. Um, so what I would like to do, Hilda, is uh can you set up a meeting with uh one of the uh, accounting staff um if i say maybe half an hour from now yes i will see if there's any free part of trinity barnes schedule brilliant yeah so if you can find me a meeting with trinity barnes it doesn't have to be immediately but this is something that i would like to address as soon as uh possible i'm uh Go ahead. No, no, no. Martin, what are you going to ask her? Well, we have 2,000 deaths zeroed out in clusters over the last three months, uh, which cor uh, corresponds to the time that we've been traveling to uh, this colony in order to perform their audit. Um, I just want to know what they say has happened. Sure. Sure. I... I know that flesh-abled individuals are much physically weaker than us synthetics. Perhaps it would be a good idea for me to investigate the locations of these accidents. I, I think, we don't yeah. Even know if there are accidents yet. Right. Um, it's true. I, I do think that, that if that comes to it, that's very important. Also, perhaps uh, interviewing a, a number of the people on the list, though they may be paid off to lie to us if they're trying to cover something up. I have a, a question for you, MK, something I've never asked before, and it's really none of my business and you don't need to answer, but I, I, I'd appreciate an answer. Um, you, being a synthetic, have different needs and wants and desires than than somebody made of uh, flesh. Um, how are you compensated by our own company, uh, Constellation Accounting? Obviously, you don't buy food or... 
I have an inherent desire for accounting because accounting is, and economics in general, are the methods through which human activities, human wants and desires are turned into the desires of computers. I He's freaking out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, that's okay. And what I'm what I mean is, how are you compensated? We're all compensated financially. Do you also I'm, have a I'm not financially compensated at all. Uh maintenance, all those things are uh given to me free of charge. But so I am so we can assume then that the employees here, the employees that are humans are compensated. The employees that are synthetics are not, at least not financially. What if the people are being replaced by synthetics? So following that line of reasoning, you go check assets and you, you find asset records for synthetics. And they are labeled a certain way. They have a certain prefix. So much like M, like it's MK-Proj-X. Like there is a little prefix mm -hmm. to all the synthetics. You look at these closed accounts. They are not tagged the same way. So none of them are synthetics. None of them are. They, they're, they're not. If they are synthetics, they are not tagged as such, if that makes sense. And the, the way that they are in the system, they are uncategorized. They, they look like they're each a unique object. Okay. They don't have a prefix. Oh, so you think that in some sort of debt clearance scheme, these people have uploaded themselves onto synthetic computer organisms? Ooh. I don't know if we're actually able. They would, they would be quite advanced if they were actually able to do that. I think only billionaires can afford to have their engrams uploaded Indeed. onto a synthetic. The 5000 series would be receptible to a human consciousness. I'm just thinking that it may be that we might be running into a, uh, a situation where people and or synthetics are being exploited in some nefarious manner, not unlike your uh, mining operations. Is that really our concern, though? Like, our, our job is to balance the books. You know, I, I don't... As, as, as nice as it would be to have this altruistic, uh, you know, save the world, um, if these people are being exploited, unless we can find specific evidence of it i don't know what else we can or really should do well i mean if it's a violation of intergalactic law then we can't be part of covering up even accidentally that something like that is going on we have to bring it to the light and of course you're right i mean it's other 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 judicial systems that will have to to pursue that, but uh, 
that would shut our audit down completely. We would have to say, we're sorry. Um, we have to alert the, you know, that puts us in danger. Hey, it would Leo, be a, could you roll intelligence for me? Percentage intelligence. I missed it by three points. Okay. Yeah. So as you're as you're as you're speaking about criminal charges or the perhaps any violation of law, there's something kind of like prickling in the back of your mind, but it doesn't fully coalesce into yeah. anything right now. It just it makes me think that if we run across this sort of stuff, they they welcomed us really actually better than you think, considering the uh, the sharky nature of the man. Uh, mm-hmm. But I uh, haven't. I think I have an idea. What if these debtors were imprisoned once their debt reached a certain point and enslaved on that basis? Oh, debtor's prison. That's that's barbaric. That's do all the it debt, could be legal. Do all the debt amounts match at a certain point where they were struck through, so to say. Oh, looking at that, they all seem to be over 150,000. Interesting. There are all sorts of numbers, but that's about the lowest one you can find. So minimum wage. Hmm. Maybe we should talk to some of these people. I think they buy if 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 they're available. But we we didn't have um employee identification though, did we? You you don't at this time. No. Like we, we have individual like instances of debts, but not who so, exactly. So so and, and the diff the difficulty you have is you have these accounts, but again they're just account numbers. They're not mm. there's no names attached. Uh-huh. You have the employee the employment payment, but that happens every two weeks. And so you can see decreases in the payments going out with these kind of clumps that have happened, but they're not individualized. You can't see like mm-hmm. we stopped paying so-and-so, so-and-so, right. and so-and-so. Yeah. It's just like that expenditure account of employee our, payments. Our payroll, just, it's a, it's right. a lump sum and that's right. just been yeah. decreasing. Would there be any way to, to get that sort of data if I like hacked something? So you can roll... Um, I mean, you could try asking, but I assume by the hacking question, you don't intend to ask. Well, it would alert the management. Mm-hmm. So you still so you want access to employee records without alerting anybody that, that you were doing so. Yeah. At this point, Leo, that idea that was percolating in the back of your mind, you realize you've been having this discussion about possible criminal charges in the presence of Hilda, mm-hmm. who is in this conference room listening at all times. Um, mm-hmm. But MK, you can make a, a hacking role. You are familiar enough with with systems and even interfacing with Hilda as another artificial intelligence um, to try to get things that you are not supposed to have. Oh, so I can also possibly uh, purge the record of this conversation if need be? You could try. Okay. Yatai. Okay, 41 is a pass. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay. So 
you you start looking at access records um, first. You're trying to find the memory um, of this conversation. Um, realize that some another user has accessed this memory feed before you, right around the time you began yeah. your audit. Um, a user that sons A um, has begun listening, and same with a um, Joyce S have both been listening in to Hilda's memory streams. Um, and you do gain access, unrecorded access um, to the employment records. So do we have uh, records that these people are fired at the points where they're dead? So accumulates? you start looking for employees who are no longer who have like been terminated or otherwise reassigned um and yeah you come across about two thousand of them that that's have been, convenient that have been their position they have not been terminated but their positions have all been changed to the term corpus societis it says it sounds like the uh imprisonment thing Corpus societis, that's a group of bodies in Latin, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, gentlemen, it is currently halfway through our shift. Uh, I can order, it looks like we're going to work through, so I can order some um, uh, Edo disc, uh, maybe with... Uh, Slig and mushrooms. Sounds good. Yeah, slig. That's something I haven't had in a very long time. Oh, it's delicious. Ever since they genetically uh manipulated uh, pigs and slugs. It's not a not a very pretty animal, but it's delicious. Yeah, I'm sure it's um full of protein too. Oh yeah. Um That's so I'll order a couple of pizzas, which we don't call them that anymore. We call them Edo discs, but slag and mushrooms. Anything else? I'm fine with that. Bell peppers. <laughs> so you order you order it and in short order it arrives along with the coffee that you asked for. It's brought in by one of the synthetics that met you at the uh, corporate offices up here. Thank you. We ordered the, the coffee like two and a half hours ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're sending you a message. <laughs> I mean, it's it, we don't have to worry too much about what we've been listening to because they should they're auditing us. But we should. I, I'll I'll say it quietly. I'll just be like, you know, we watch your backs. Perhaps, well, hopefully that food is good. Oh, I hadn't even considered that. Maybe I should try it. If it. All right, but I mean, don't they? Aren't there protocols on replication? They can't put anything in it that's poisonous. They can't turn people on their payroll into dead bodies either, Mr. Bloom.
<clears throat> I knew that Starkwith should be, have been the people sent on this this fucking assignment. Y'all willing to give your lives for your company? If it'll get me on the team. Hmm. So you are sitting here on a mountain of financial records. Um, also, like to remind you, the audit program also involves security systems yeah, as well I, as an I asset. I went to check on the security stuff yeah. way back when, when they started doing the accounting. Right. So on the security end, Mark, and was George going to accompany you on this? I think that was earlier. Yes. So. Yeah. So I think it's just me in the security room. All right. So you go um, and you wait there for a bit and eventually you are joined by the very large stern man, Solomon Joyce, um, who says, how can I, how can I be of assistance? Ah, well, I just, you know, came down here to make sure all your info's airtight, you know, make sure nothing got leaked or changed in some way or anything like that. Not, not that I doubt your ability, Mr. Joyce. I'm sure you run a very tight ship around here. But, I certainly you know, try to. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. But good to, good to get an extra pair of eyes on these things, you know? Of course, I would agree. All right. Well, the more eyes, the better. Exactly. So you begin looking through access report, logs, permissions. Um, and you come across, um, security still molds you more than finances. So it takes you about the same amount of time, mm. multiple hours to get about this, this much information. It seems there has been a recent number of security incidents um, that have been logged mm. in the last two months. There's also been um, quite a lot of access, and there's a few accesses that are coming from like a general like root admin account that aren't tied to any user. So it means that somebody has been getting in here quite often in the last three months and has been tinkering with things, but anonymously, mm. which goes against protocol. Everybody's supposed to be logging in with a unique user so everybody it's accountability it's an accountability issue somebody you have numerous accesses with this root user what are these uh security incidents that have been logged like disappearances fights in the mine you just you just see that they've been logged um ah, they don't go into detail. the records that mr joyce is showing you here don't actually show details of what gotcha. the incidents were. Uh, so, Mr. Joyce, uh, what's with all these incident reports? Quite a lot of them. Well, I do believe that is outside the scope of your audit, is it not, Mr. Geetz? Well, I mean, depending on what the incidents were, I mean, we could have a breach of private information for your company, and, well, that is my job to know. Well, you may be happy to know that none of the incidents involved any electronic systems carrying sensitive information, Mr. Beats. Otherwise, they would have been logged as incident breach. 
and you would have access to it. As you can see, there have been no information breaches. Mm. Now, I don't know about what the audit boys are up to these days, but I, I've never known them to get involved in day-to-day -day matters of colony policing. And Fair security. point, Mr. Joyce. That is your job after all. That's why they hired you on. <laughs> mm. let's, let's continue. All right, and, so. All right, so we're on incident reports. Uh, what was the uh, other thing? And then a lot of accesses being done by a generic admin user account. So it's not it's not clear who has been. Well, this who's been doing these these yeah, actions again? They're very they're really hard to to pin down. It's like people have been adding. They've been adding code to Hilda, like a lot of code to Hilda. Could I try a computer's check to see what kind of modifications they might have made to Hilda's programming? You're going to need hacking because they, hacking. they are not giving you open access to exactly. They're giving you logs of things. They're not actually giving you the detail, like full details of exactly what actions have transpired. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I'm assuming we all have kind of like communicators to keep in touch with each other. Yeah, that's reasonable. So I think Mark will kind of get up from the computer. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Joyce. I'm I'm gonna need one of my uh, co. I'm gonna need one of my uh, uh, co-workers. I believe co-workers. Yes, that's the word. Thank you, Mr. Joyce. Or associates works too. Ah, co-worker associates made it to matter. And then. I'll get out the old communicator. Uh, hey, uh, numberheads, I need some help down here in security. Yeah, what's up, Mark? Uh, we got a, we got some unknown root admin getting into Hilda's programming by the looks of it, but can't really seem to get down what they've been doing to her. Uh, if one of you could come down and help me, uh, figure out what exactly they've been up to, that would be very, very helpful. Anybody have hacking? I, mean, I do. It's pretty, uh, pretty computer savvy. I happen to be as well, but um, yeah, seeing as MK already has some experience with these systems, I think it's best to send them. I am skilled in artificial intelligence technologies. Excellent. Well then, yeah. head on down, MK. We'll, be, we'll, we'll roll out the red carpet for you. Yeah, don't fall in love with Hilda. Yeah, I agree. Be careful, MK. I will go down to the security office. So you go down to the security offices. And again, you meet the, the very icy Mr. Joyce. Yeah, good to see you, MK. Good to see you, Mr. Joyce, MK. You, you bet. Perhaps right. we should have a private word, Mr. Dietz. Yes, I, th I think that would be very, very good, MK. I think that would be most excellent. Uh, if, it, uh, if it doesn't upset you too much, Mr. Joyce, to uh, exit the room for a moment. I'm going to stare at him. <laughs> and he'll, he'll politely smile. And he says, well, you have been uh, given a conference room upstairs. I'm afraid I cannot leave you... Uh, unaccompanied in the security offices. That goes against company protocol, as I'm sure you're aware. 
And he smiles again. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, MK, let's get to work, shall we? Okay. Uh, I'll try to figure out who this um, unknown admin is, although I think I already know who it is. Okay, roll hacking. All right. Let me look at my character sheet. Good luck, MK. Uh, Is that intellect? It is intellect. Yeah, so that's a pass, barely. Jesus Christ. Okay, so you almost log uh, your activities, but you don't. Um, But you find that whoever's been uploading these updates um, is somebody named Dr. Nigel Hawthorne. Hmm. Okay. Perhaps we should uh, head to the conference room if you're done here, Mr. Deeds. Uh, yes, I think that's everything. There seems to be no breach of uh, security in terms of information. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's about all we need from here. Uh, thank you again, Mr. Joyce, for your uh, time. Of course. Yeah. Anything yeah. for our good friends at Constellation Accounting. And uh, we'll be on our way. Back up to the conference room. All right. Is there like an elevator? Yeah. So in the elevator, I'm going to tell Geeks. <clears throat> uh, the unknown admin appears to be a doctor. Oh, what was his name again? Nigel Hawthorne. Nigel. Nigel Hawthorne. Um, We've identified several discrepancies with the employee payment scheme and uh, indebtedness. It appears that several employees have become corpus societis, whatever that means. Hmm. It sounds like something Lee would know. He's in that old-timey language. The societists in Latin referred to a corporation or business group. Hmm. Well, corpus sounds an awful lot like corpse. Bodies. A, a body. Ah. Alive or dead. Hmm. Ah, don't tell me we got zombie bankers. That would be bad. Regular bankers are scary enough. It, it may just be a fancy word for a slave. Eh, could be, could be. You know, that's why I like you, MK. You keep me grounded, even though I'm a pilot. I know that doesn't really make sense, but I I think you got it. You're right. It doesn't make any sense to me. Ah, you got it. You got it. Hey, so you are all back together in the conference room. All right. Remind me never to go down into the security room again. That Joyce Fella gave me the heebie-jeebies. We're just glad you're back. Oh, that. Well, what I gathered, there were a lot of uh, security breaches that didn't show in what detail these security incidents were, but there was a good couple of them past three or three or so months. And apparently there's a there's been some strange admin access on Hilda 
adding new commands to her coding, stuff like that. And that's happened in the same huh. three month span? Same three month span. That's dangerous. Yeah, and apparently from what MK said, the other strangeness has also been happening in the past three months. Um, Hilda, can you identify a Dr. Nigel Hawthorne? I'm sorry, but details about individual employees or other associates of Halcyon Industrial is outside of the scope of your audit. I am sorry, Mr. Blue. I wonder if that's one of the recent changes to Hilda. Well, we Hilda, have can, you, can you tell me if he is indeed so an employee you... of the company? I'm afraid that is outside of the scope of your audit. Hmm. But MK oh, is already already has hacked into the employee yeah. records. And so looking for Dr. Hawthorne there, you find that he is in fact not an employee, but he is a contractor. Interesting. Hmm. And he started on the payroll about three months ago. Hmm. Or his employers. You see that he is employed by Gaia Research Group. Oh, Gaia. For? Not familiar? Well, they're, really. uh, they're Earth-based. Remember Earth? Oh, no. yeah. That's what they named New Texas after. Yeah, I remember. Ooh. Hey, Hilda, um... Do you uh, have any updates on my potential meeting with Trinity Barnes? Yes. She should be able to meet with you shortly. Brilliant. Um, uh, so, uh, I, I can meet with um, Ms. Barnes about these... Uh, irregularities uh what like, I, I i'm looking for a bit of input as to what else i should uh talk to them about because you know me walking in and saying hey what's with all these irregularities is probably not going to be conducive to a uh, successful outcome <laughs> okay Cool. Uh, I'm going to go to the accountant's offices and meet with Ms. Trinity Barnes. I'd take somebody with you. These people's demeanors are as cold as a witch's tit. Oh, cold. MK, you fit in. Come on. All right. So while they are, while they are doing that, what are, the, what are the rest of you doing? The other three. Oh. I would probably keep on any task of the three that we still had. Um, so, so yeah. far, nobody has, you have an asset report. And from that, you need to generate a random list of assets. Okay. About 20% of them, and then go physically to where those assets are. So I could work on that. Make sure that they're categorized. Correct. Sure yeah, they're we'll, there. I'll, okay. I'll help George get all these assets in order before going down to get them. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll I'll stay then with with uh, in the main room and look through everything, double checking and triple checking, and um, mostly the the finance. Well, the 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 asset, the uh, 
the assessment of uh, whatever we have in here. <laughs> okay, so Leo, you're staying here. Yeah, what I want to do is I want to find out if we're making a mistake. Because sometimes you look at the books and it looks like there's something funny going on and then you find another piece of information and suddenly it's like, oh, okay, well, that explains everything. Mm -hmm. and yeah, I think the people staying in the conference room are myself, Leo, and George. And then MK and Martin are going down to accounting to meet up with... I think you and George are going to actually go find the assets. Yes, you're going to have to be ah, shown... Yeah shown yeah, so we, yeah assets on the book and so make sure that they're being categorized correctly, correctly making sure that they don't need to be written off or anything like that like make sure that they here. can actually be located like you know you don't want sure right. something that's you know an expensive asset that can't be found because that's a, you know that's a problem ex19473g that's that's one of those you know components that you find in the in the main computer office, make sure that's there. If that that thing's like a million dollars, we'll keep an eye out for it, Leo. Come on, right. George. We got some assets to account. So, looking looking at your assets, um, that phase, um, a security a member of security, uh, Mister Joyce, will accompany you. Um, oh, great, Mister Joyce. To, Very nice to take you to whatever to whatever it is that you need to see. Perfect. All right. Where would you like to start, gentlemen? What's the first thing on our list, uh, Mark? Uh, let's see. So you're looking. So you're looking at things. Um, you see assets tagged as mining equipment, um, computers, and a handful of these uncategorized assets are on your list to check as well. All right, well, we'll start with everything that's marked, you know, the equipment, medical expenses, all that. We'll save this uncategorized stuff for last, all that all that by itself will make my head spin. I think that's a good idea. Hmm. Well, we can find a lot of this in the mines, so if you'll accompany me. All right. All right. And so as the two of you start descending into the underground portion of the colony. MK and Lung and Lenig, is that your Martin? Um, <laughs> just, um you you go into your meeting with Miss Trinity Barnes. Oh. And again in, in this in this part of the um in this part of the offices um you do find quite a number of employees of Halcyon Industrial, you see people working at numerous terminals and whatnot. So you gave oh. us about like two dozen people working on this floor. Fantastic. Uh, Some actual life in this place. It gets pretty lonely uh, working with the same small team. Uh, Ms. Barnes, I'm here to meet with uh, Ms. Barnes. Yes. Um, right, right this way. Really, this is my my colleague MK. Um, MK, I'm pleased to meet you. Excellent. Yeah. So, so we'll, how may how may all... I uh, assist our wonderful associates of Constellation Accounting today? Uh, Ms. Bonds, we we are so grateful for the uh, Halcyon Corporation's uh, 
hospitality and welcoming us into this uh, uh, this um, fine institution uh, as guests. Yes, um, it's, it's uh, we, one thing that we pride ourselves on. You know, it's a hostile world, but that doesn't mean the accommodations have to be the same way. Am I right? Fantastic. Yeah. Um, Ms. Barnes, the, there's no really easy way to say this, uh, but there there have been some some entries on the ledges that have sort of sort of uh, appeared uh, noteworthy to me. I, I was just hoping we could uh, quickly just discuss what they are. Maybe there's been a clerical error or uh, something that's just, you know, been ticked in the wrong box or uh, whatever's happened. Yeah, these things happen. Mistakes happen. Uh, the po- of course, these orders is to, Exactly. The point of these audits is to catch things so that uh, nobody uh, makes too bad of a mistake for too long. And, you know, it... It happens. Anyway, point being, um, we've noticed that in the last few months, there's been a handful of uh, your employee debts being zeroed off, and we can't really tell why or where those are going. And we just want to, like, dot the I's, cross the T's. Ah, uh, um, yes, yes, I, I am I'm familiar. Um our apologies. We should have uh, shown these to you sooner. Um, and she pulls up on her terminal. She kind of spins it around. Um, and you see that there is a couple of forms that, that she shows you. Um, forms such as risk assessment, um, emergency, um, like subversion of protocols, um, risk, ex- again, re- risk acceptance, um, you know, expenditure approvals. Um, signed by herself, signed by Alexander Sons, and signed by the director of the board of Halcyon Industrial. So some big, like, head of the company from off-planet. Um, we have done all the, uh, according to our county controls, all the proper um, all the proper exceptions of paperwork and approvals um, to make such uh, delineations, um, which fits well within our, our risk management strategy at acceptable levels. Um so good work for you, um, for you finding the, finding these, and that's why we hired the best. Um, yeah, of course. But it's, I, it's yeah. really it's really no no concern. We are we are aware. Um, uh, yeah, um, see, my my job as an actuary is actual risk management, uh, as I'm sure you're well aware. Um, and so it just, you know, th- these are quite substantial accounts that are being zeroed off, and I understand that you have uh, the go ahead from your uh, superiors to do this. Um, but if we can't, like, provide some sort of justification as to why these things are happening, it, it unfortunately raises, uh, suspicions. Now, I, I know that the Housing Corporation is a, a very, um, reputable, uh, uh, interplanetary corporation. I know that, uh, you yourself and your entire team are some of the best in the world, um, you know, it's literally just my job to help you help us help you, right? So uh, when I see all of these numbers getting ticked off, even with these uh, uh, corporate oversights, that to me screams a risk because, you know, if the wrong uh, person from uh, some agency, some random bean counter uh, decides that they're going to look into this. Like yourself. And- 
Uh, yeah, we're, we're hired by your company though. Like we're, we're on your side. Um, I'm talking more if say the tax office or um, some level of regulator uh, were to come looking, if they saw this and then saw all of this ticked off, if I can't then point to, okay, this is why this is happening. This is what's occurred. Then it's not just you guys that are in trouble. It's me as well. And so help me help you and just give us a crumb. Give us a little bit of information. You know, obviously we can uh, assign, uh, we, we can sign non-disclosure agreements. Uh, you know, I, I certainly have no interest in being some sort of a whistleblower. Um, I literally just want to cover not only my butt, but your butt, but Constellation Accounting's butt, and Halcyon, of course, is but there is just a little bit. We need a little bit of movement here. Otherwise, I am afraid that we're all in trouble. Yes, well, I I can certainly appreciate your thoroughness, and um, and I do believe there is an NDA in place for all of our audits. But uh, if you'll just give me one moment, and she flips a switch on our desk, and you kind of hear like this hum of electricity. Hmm. She flips another switch, and you can see that she's talking, but you can't actually hear what she's saying. Um, and then she flicks them both off. Um, she says, "Well, I just I just spoke with Mister Sons, and uh, he would uh, he would like to accompany you, um, give you a little a uh, little peek at the new exciting uh, project of Halcyon." Fantastic. Um, you know. Uh... That, that, that's a fantastic outcome. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Ms. Barnes. Of course. Um, I'm glad to be of, of help. Yes, I, I'm so glad we were able to reach a, a um, satisfying uh, outcome today. Um, yes, I'll uh, I'll meet back up with my colleagues and we'll uh, set up that meeting with Mr. Sons and we can go from that. Uh, I actually have a question before we leave. Yes, of course. Sorry, MK. Of course, go for it. As a corporation that pays presumably by amount of ore extracted from the planet, you would have records of ore extraction corresponding to each employee, records of work done by each employee. And uh, any would... employees that work within our ore extraction team, yes. I would request access to those records just to make sure that every single employee is getting their fair wage. Oh, of course. Um, well, you see, uh, Mrs. Pullman will be the one you want to speak to with. Of course. And besides us, what other contractors are employed on this because we can't get that information from Mrs. Pullman, I presume. Well, I believe from looking at the contracts, that's, uh, that's a little outside of the scope of your audit, is it not? Well, we do need to know if any contractors are defrauding you or, and this is hypothetical, if you were working with some other contractor to defraud greater management, which they would not be happy with us passing by. 
I assure you, everything is above board. Amen. And so you're denying us request to those records? I will speak to Mr. Sons about it and get back to you. And with that, we'll take a short five minute break. Excellent. Okay, so Geats and George, you are descending ever deeper, 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 all in the nice presence of Mr. Joyce standing behind you both. A good head taller than either of you. And you reach, you, you watch slowly as the city below you gets closer and closer and then towers above you and then disappears as you go into the ground. Mm. And you stop and he escorts you out and you see you're kind of in what looks like a little like metro station. Um, and coming down from another corridor, you see five armed Halcyon industrial security personnel. Mm. Dangerous tunnels, Mr. Joyce? There's nothing to be worried about, Mr. Geats, I assure you. Well, uh, if, if it's you just it's so. just routine. It's for your safety. Well, I, I appreciate it, Mr. Mr. Joyce. <laughs> and Mark. No, we is don't just want gonna... we don't want the bean counters to uh wander off and get lost. Miners can be a rather rough bunch of people, you know. That's that's true. That's very true. You know, before before I got hired by a constellation accountant, I was uh, I was a bit of a starship driver on one of the um, one of the busier planets, and believe me, I had some pretty rough customers back in my day. Well, don't worry, don't worry, Mister Geats. And you, Mister Metz, was it? Oh uh, yeah, that's right. You, you you cold? You need a jacket? You seem to be shivering a little there, kid. Uh, I just needed to get a little closer to uh, to Mark, that's all. And I scoot a little bit closer to, to Mr. Geats there. And I think as you just scoot closer, Mark kind of whispers in your ear, as soon as anything gets fishy, run! Where are we going to run to? Back to the elevator. If we can't get to that, find a different elevator. Okay. okay. And you hear this whooshing sound and this electronic kind of pulsing, this hum. As you see, pulling into this station, you see this kind of, this kind of cylindrical tube that has these doors open up. And he says, uh, Mr. Joyce says, this way to the mines, gentlemen. Ah, tram system. That's, that's nice. Okay, never mind about the running. They got a train. Yeah, I'll have a ticket ready for you. Thank you. Really appreciate it. I'm really worried about a ticket if we start running for our lives down here in these goddamn tunnels. All right, Mr. Joyce, let's go. <laughs> so, Joyce, the five armed personnel, and the two of you get on this train, and you are the only ones on board. And the door is mm. shut, and you start going off through the darkness of the tunnels. 
Slow day in the mines. Uh, saving on labor hours, I guess. I guess so. Well, so production uh, has been reduced, Mr. Joyce says. Oh, uh, how so? Just a little, just a little unrest, you could say, but nothing that we can't handle. Ah, it's little, no concern of yours. A little bit of homesickness among the crew. <laughs> well, I mean, if you ask me, it's it's downright industrial sabotage. You know how these corp, you know how competitors are. You know they got they go find some hopped up radicals and get them to stir up trouble in their competitors' interests. Hmm. Yeah, that so, is. Hmm. All right. Sorry, George, you were saying something? Oh, no, I, I'm just thinking about undercutting the competition. That's all, right? You find someone that'll do it cheaper and do it cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Yes, business is a, a rather savage affair. Mm. What did you say, Mr. Metz? Uh, sure, sure. Not to the tune of a couple of thousand people, but a little savage. And he just grins at you. Oh, that's unsettling. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> MK, Leo, and Martin. So you are waiting in the conference room after the conclusion of the meeting with Mrs. Barnes, um, you hear a slight knock and, and walks Mr. Sons. I'm actually back in the uh, the original room. I believe were, were Martin and MK going back there. Or were they going somewhere else? No, they yeah. were they were with her in the conference. I was right, I but that, that's that's concluded. Um, yeah, so we, we finished up with Trinity Barnes, and then um, oh, okay. Yeah, so we you came back. We were going to circle up with you guys, All right. and then uh, meet Mister Sons. Okay. Yeah. So when you so yeah so, Mister Bloom, you are there. MK and Martin return. Right. <laughs> going over the. Uh, oh. Mister Bloom, we've had some. Uh, we had a very interesting uh, discussion with uh, Ms. Barnes, one of the uh, accountants. Um, uh, she showed me some paperwork that uh, signs off on all of these debts being zeroed out. Uh, and uh, apparently Ms. Sons is uh, willing to meet with us to demonstrate what's actually going on. Uh, th this this whole uh, endeavour may be uh, cleared up uh, rather shortly. Excellent. Things often look a little fishy at first, but... Uh... Then, I'm sure this is all just some uh, misunderstanding born out of you know being locked in a freezer for six months. If I'm they give... can, if they can legally and legitimately prove that all of this is on the up and up, then we're fine. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, MK, you were saying? Uh, I was just going to say I'm going to give Leo a look like I I think this is still fishy. If I'm capable of doing that as a cyborg. I think so too, MK. And a knock, knock on the door, and then steps, Mr. Sons. Mr. Sons, 
Huh. Mr. Sons. Good evening, gentlemen. I understand that there is a a matter that you need to discuss with me personally. Uh, yes, uh, Mr. Sons. Um, so we were poring over the financial details of the organization, as is our job as part of the audit. Uh, we noticed that uh, over these last few months, there's been a handful of accounts that have been zeroed out with no real connection between where they've gone and where they were. Um, and, you know, it, as an actuary, risk assessment is literally my portfolio. And it raised concerns to me about if we were to sign off on this um, audit and say, everything's above board and leave. If some uh, regulatory um, office were to come through and do their own audit and they saw the same things that we've seen, they would ask some questions about where these things are actually going. I, I, I spoke with your your um, employee, Ms. Barnes, about this and she, she did show me these uh, paperwork that signs off on uh, all of this happening, which is great, but it doesn't uh, justify these accounts getting zeroed off. Uh, it just merely says that you're okay with them getting zeroed off, which doesn't really dot the I's and cross the T's for our purposes, I'm afraid. Um, uh, so, I don't uh, take that you're a man of faith, Martin. You're more of a seeing is believing type of man, yes? I, I do prefer um, factual evidence, yes. Yes, and he goes and he kind of looks looks out the window. And he says, this room is awfully stuffy, don't you think? I always feel it's difficult to have conversations, important conversations happening while one is standing so still. Wouldn't you agree? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, yes. I hate yes. sitting in Yes, one, don't give me a, a maybe, Martin. Come on. A yes have... or a no. Are you a man of movement or are you a man of stability, of stasis? I, I, I regret to admit that I am indeed a man of movement. I, I, uh, I don't like to sit still terribly long, which makes Excellent. my job as an actuary uh, a bit difficult. But we, we, you we are can. a man. You are a man who sees. You are a man who moves. You are a man who acts, Martin. Those are good traits in a man, I think. Mr. Bloom. We have been locked up in this room for quite a few hours now. Are you suggesting a walk? Yes, let's let's walk and chat, shall we? Sure. And MK, you're welcome to accompany us if you so desire. Um it's at this point I would like to just clarify a little bit about the world that we're in. So MK yes. is a synthetic, mm -hmm. uh, would have some level of communications technology installed into them, I would mm -hmm. imagine, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. what, what I wonder is, are they connected back to our ship um, in some form? Or, or would we be able to communicate with our ship with, like, um, uh, You would be able to communicate back to your ship through electronic okay. means. MK um, could do so more subtly, I think is perhaps what you were asking. Mm, yeah um because i i as much as i have faith in uh mr sun's uh 
brisk walk through uh, the valley of uh, understanding and information. Um, I, I do feel like it is good to have a contingency plan in place uh, if we are to accompany him on this uh, journey. Um, and so I think what I'll uh, say at this moment out loud to everybody is brilliant. We'll uh, join you on this walk uh Shortly, I just need to um, sign off on my activity report for the day so that uh, our employer knows what we've done, uh, and then we can join you uh, immediately as like a, an insinuation that we should send some data back to the ship just in case. Sure. Please. Um. So I'm just going to write a quick log and send it to the ship. Uh, this is what we did. We uh, investigated some uh, account zeroing, uh, spoke to the accountant, and then met with uh, Mr. Sons. And then, like all good uh, logs, it leaves off what happens when we meet Mr. Sons because we're doing it beforehand, not after. You understand, Mr. Sons. Um we need to do a tracker because um, we don't get paid to walk. Uh, we have to make sure that this is logged on our, our logs as legitimate business-related walking. <laughs> of course, you can certainly count it as billables, Mr. Yes. Bloom. Uh, so MK level three tracker. Oh, we'll put that on. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, speaking of tracking employee activities would you have any log i'm sure that you do as a mining corporation you need to pay people by how much ore they extract uh would you have any log of that of okay. course of course okay and we could access that data if you so desire but please please walk with me sure Now, Martin, as he's walking, he's walking, leading you guys towards the elevators. Martin, why are you here? Well, I, I'm an actuary. Um, so my job is to assess your, um, uh, to, to, as part of the audit, my job is to assist in your risk assessment uh, plans. So I, uh, I look at uh, how you're spending your money, how you're um, investing your money uh, potentially, um, and basically help compile a report that says, yes, your risk assessment's on the right track. Maybe you're being a bit too risky for the position you're in. Maybe you're being a bit too safe. Uh, my job really is to help you. And in order for me to help you, I need you to help me. So help me help you. And we all uh, come away with a very successful. That's, that's all nice to well good, Martin. But I didn't ask what your role was or what your job was. I'm asking about you, Martin. Why are you here today? To do in this my building job? on this planet. To do your job. Of course. Yes. Now, why is it that you do your job, Martin? Because I like numbers and I am good at them. And I enjoy uh, assisting our clients with their business goals. But you you don't just sit by yourself all alone and bask in your love of numbers? 
As you said but, yourself, you're very concerned with, with with doing your job, but but why is that? Why uh, is it that, that you fly all the way out here, take months off your life to do this? I can't imagine it's for love of me or for my company. As nice I mean, and sweet. The, the, the pay sad. certainly helps, but I, I find the, the pay, um, the pay, Martin, the long the pay, the the the, the long journeys uh, assist me in my uh, creative process. I'm I'm a budding uh, political cartoonist. Yes, um, but you don't do that for a living, no. No, but you yourself, potentially it's, it's the the, the money and time may assist me in uh, pursuing that uh, dream one day. And what is it that you use the uh, this payment? for martin at this point the elevator is open and he steps inside and he's waiting for you to join him uh, well and i'll sort of scurry in uh with him um and he holds well, it for bloom and mk yeah uh, naturally i you know I, I i never married obviously um but you know i have my 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 small pod and i have my um drawing materials you know i I got some real paper, like some old earth paper. It it costs pretty paper. Oh, the glide of my pen on that vintage paper is nothing else. And you would say that it's uh, accounting, you know, constellation accounting that that provides you in return for your work, provides you with the opportunity to experience that, no? Yes. Yes. And of course, you use that payment to take care of your mind, your body, your talents, and the company, yes? Naturally. Would you call that being responsible, Martin? Are you a responsible man? I think it's a responsible use of the money, yes. Yes, and so... And the relationship between you and your employer, you have a symbiosis. You assist each other. You make yourselves better. You are responsible. You take care of your life. You put it to productive use. But unfortunately, Martin, not everybody is like you, my friend. Not everybody is responsible. You see, we at Halcyon Industrial believe in deepening and bettering the relationship between employer and employee so we can be more beneficial to all. Right. Mark and George, you are going through the tunnels for what feels like an awfully long time that each oh, of you is seated on either side of you is seated a very stern and very well-armed individual. <laughs> Must be a long way to the servers. Right? Oh, you're you seem to be far more interested in the mining assets, Mr. Geats. Ah, well, I, I had might as well satiate the curiosity of the cat before they uh, find themselves in difficult circumstances. Wouldn't you agree? Well, I don't think we'll be entering difficult circumstance any anytime soon but of course we want to avoid all such difficulties exactly, it's in everybody's exactly. best interest maybe he means he's going to show us the bigger discrepancies first and the smaller and less significant discrepancies discrepancies that's a very cute word mr metz please explain to me 
you know, I'm, I'm merely a security officer. These big corporate finances things are a little beyond me. I'm not paid to know these things, but please, I, I would love for you to explain to me what a discrepancy is. Well, I would defer to uh, my colleague here if I'm wrong, but I would say, you know, in these category categorizations, we see these few things that are kind of in an unknown column, and these are the things we've asked to see first. It's uh, it's not so much the things we know; it's the things that are labeled as what we don't know, right? And it's it's a it's a fair observation. No one's no one's pointing a finger, right, fellas? An, an, an anomaly, if you will. Sure. An anomaly. anomaly. A ghost in the machine. Yeah, yeah. And slowly the train comes screeching to a halt. Ah, here, here we are. And the doors slide open. And Mr. Ooh. Joe says, this way, gentlemen. Gulp. Yep. And you were let, it opens up into this vast chamber where the depths of this earth has been churned out and you see tunnel after tunnel after tunnel just bleeding away into nothingness hmm. and you see a few massive vehicles and a few smaller things and equipment scattered about but you don't see anybody <laughs> he really says, slow well night, what huh? asset should i lead you to first do you have a list uh, uh yes yes we uh we 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 got a list uh uh, let's let's. I know I said uh, something different before we came down here. Uh, let's let's check the uh, unknowns first. Let's let's check the unknown assets first. I, I think that'll be a good good use of our time. Get the hardest to deduce out of the way first. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree, George? I agree. Top of the uh, list. Right. Yep. Well, right this way. And he starts, and he flicks on a flashlight on his suit. The other guards do so likewise. And they start leading you down one of these long tunnels. Okay. And at this point, you see that Joyce is that very cold, unflinching look. But you see the people with them starting to get a little antsy and a little nervous. I'm, I'm going to pull back towards one of these security guys and just start kind of quietly talking to him, hoping Joyce isn't listening in. Say, uh, this, this seems a little... Uh, well, it's it's not my business to say these sort of things, really. I'm not a, I'm not a security guy, but uh, this, this seems a little off to me, at least. Shut up, they say. Oh. Okay. Quiet. All right. Sorry. You seem to be keenly listening for something. I uh, I I grab Mark by his shirt sleeve and pull him closer. I'm sorry if I thought a little small talk would uh, break the ice, you know. Uh, Break the rock, as one would say. Somewhere off in the dark, you hear like a metallic clang, and everybody freezes. What was and that? And the other people raise raise weapons. Joyce, what was that? Joyce, 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 Joyce. And you see, you see, Joyce kind of gives a nervous kind of huff. Says, "Well, Mister Geats, Mister Metz, I believe you're about to meet a discrepancy. It's a real pain when they can walk away." And you hear screeching and screeching. And slowly into the beam of the flashlight, you see shambling towards you is a humanoid figure dragging behind them what seems to be a rather menacing kind of set of mining picks. In their body is bolted all sorts of metal and wires. In their mouth, you see that it's been permanently pried up. 
with a large metal gag collar that kind of leads into a massive plug coming out of the back of their head. And you see scratched across the front one of those serial numbers you've been look, wanting to look at. The, you are looking at one of the uncategorized assets. Both of you can make a fear test, a panic test. Dear God! So worth so you both, both need to roll fear. Yep, that's a fail. That's a failure. Okay, both of you will gain 1d8 stress. Okay. Alright, d8. Two points. A two. Alright, we both rolled All two. Right. That was great. Okay, and now you need to roll 2d10, and you want to roll above your current level of stress. Okay. So right now I'm at four. 41. 84. Oh, it's not It's not a D100. You add oh, the just D10s D10. together. Oh, okay, right. perfect. So a five, okay. So okay. I got a four. I got a four. Is that above your, is that above uh, your stress? It meets it. So it sounds like both of you rolled below, did not beat your stress. I beat mine. So, I I had a stress of four. I rolled a five. Yeah, he rolled a five. He beat his. Okay, so, so Geats, you are going to panic. All right. So I need you to roll the 2d10. What is your current stress level? Uh, four. Four. Wait, what didn't you roll the, you rolled a four? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Rolled a four and it was a four. So let me find. Okay. So roll 2d10 again and add four. All right. That is 46. Oh, so four or, plus six. Sorry, see, yeah, four, four plus two, and then four on that, so ten. So ten. A nervous twitch. So you start shaking violently. So you gain two stress, and Metz, who is next to you, also gains a stress. Oh. It's okay. Calm down, buddy. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Meanwhile, calm down. back in back in the elevator, going down. Mister Sons continues you see our lovely colony alpha 7938 has been selected to be one of the proud participants in what you might try a trial program to improve the employee employer relationship recently we have rolled out a new section to our contracts that you may find rather interesting Corpus oh. Societists. You see, many individuals just don't, they don't seem to understand how to work. Mr. Bloom, Martin, MK doesn't have such problems, I'm sure. But some people, some people just are always crying for more and don't want to take responsibility for what they've done. You know, they come here free of choice. It's competition. They could work for anybody, but they've signed the employment contract with Halcyon. And well, they accumulate uh, charges and debts and infractions. And well, you see, it just seems impractical, irresponsible to let them continue in such behavior. And so we've introduced the clause, Corpus Societis. If any employee due to gross negligence has accumulated too much damages against the company, the company claims legal dominion over their body to rectify that deficiency. Hmm. And you reach, the elevator stops, 
and the doors open into what seems to be a machinist shop. And he says, please, gentlemen. Yes, um, based on what you were telling us just now, um, is there a legal precedent? A legal precedent? Well, they've it's in their contract. They are legally bound to it. It's true. And, and what... Um, what uh, uh, I'm not sure how to, uh, based on intergalactic law, I, is what you're talking about uh, on the up and up. Intergalactic law, Mr. Bloom, is a rather interesting thing. You see, the last time I, I spoke with the head of cybernetic affairs, um, I was mm -hmm. discussing about financing his next campaign for office. And sure, there are some accountant rules and things that need to be ironed out. As you saw, we don't have quite the protocols for it sorted out yet, but we will. But I assure I you, they signed the contract. It is all legally binding and above board, as my employee has told you. Fascinating. Well, I mean, that's an important aspect of it. If uh, whatever modifications you're describing uh, were agreed to by the employee, then that seems reasonable. Um, that may be beyond our uh, scope, as you say, of our audit. Yeah, so that is what we've been trying is. to explain to you, but I hope that this, yes. uh, that this clarifies. But please, Martin, you're a man who must see, right? You are not a man. Absolutely. Uh, this sounds sure. absolutely fascinating. So are you saying, Mr. Sons, that these employees find it necessary to be incorporated into the greater body of the upper managements? Like a, like a hand attached to a brain? Do you know how, if it, have you ever encountered an old earth insect MK called an ant? Or perhaps their cousins, termites or bees? Oh, I have, certainly. Mr. Bloom, how do you, how would you describe the behavior of these social insects? Well, they work together for the uh, common safety and uh, viability of the hive. Uh, if you're if you're uh, if you're like uh, talking about um, Lee Wong's uh, hive mentality of social structures, um, like what they had on Mars two hundred years ago, and there were some problems with it, but it was a viable system. Everyone working yeah, together for the common good. That's usually done with clones, though, isn't it? Not with... Usually. Usually, Mr. Bloom, but... Again, with 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 the individuals who are not like Mr. Martin here with us, who are not responsible. You've, you've been listening in on our conversations in the uh, main uh, workroom. Um, yeah, please... Um, Show us what you've been doing, and um, so far I haven't seen anything. Uh, it, it will explain the, the discrepancies in the in the uh, accounting. 
Yes, please. And so he steps off the elevator with the with the three of you and you start walking into this seemingly machinist shop. Back down in the mine. Geats and Mets, you are standing there as these men open fire at this thing shambling towards you. As you see, it gets struck multiple times as parts of it burst out, but it doesn't stop. And it heaves that pick right into the face of the lead most security personnel. Oh my God! Joyce! And as you turn around, you see from, from the side of you where these flashlights are not pointing, you see another pick flash from the darkness and catch Joyce right in the neck. Run! Oh my God, Joyce, go! Two of these things as he turns. You see more and more as the guards start screaming as they start grabbing them and dragging them off into the dark. What do the two of you do? I got to get me and my buddy out of yeah, here. Yeah, we're running back to the tram as fast as we can. Okay, so you two start just bolting yeah. off into the dark. Hand in hand like Jack there, and Jill. I'll be Jill. Let's go. Is is there a way real quick before we go that I can grab one of these guards' guns, like a pistol, something off of okay. them? You can roll speed Okay, you stop and try to grab a gun. All right, 19. I'm good. Mark, what are you doing? We got to get out of okay, here. So you... So My as you grab it, you, you feel, you see one of these metal-coated <laughs> and frame things barely like claws at your shirt, but you pulled away in time. Yeah. Never liked that shirt anyway. Bashing the button on the elevator. Thing bolting back. There is no elevator here. You we got to get to the tram. Oh, that's right. Get to the tram. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> as you hear the screaming of the guards being, well, you don't know what's happening to them, but they are... They are screaming and screaming, echoing no, behind you as you're no. running, running back to the train. Can both of you roll body saves for me? It's a long way to run uh, back. Yes. Oh. Eek, 29 under 30. I'm, I am on so the you, edge. You, you pass, but you're getting pretty winded. Yeah. Mets? Yeah, I said it myself. I don't move too well on a regular day, and I failed. So, <laughs> so Mr. Geets, you arrive out into the light of where the train station is, and you see all the all the equipment and things around. The train is gone. Son and of you a turn bitch. around, and Mets is no longer behind you. Oh, George, George. Shit. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go for one of the vehicles. And I'm gonna try to hot. I'm gonna try to get it operational and running. So if George gets out of the tunnel, we can just okay, get out. So of you here. you go up to the one of the vehicles. You open the door and seated upright in the driver's seat, you see one of these things. Um, and it turns. It turns and it looks down at you with these like almost like pleading look in its eyes. Uh, as it starts to let go of the steering wheel. I'm going to slam the door. <laughs> Get out of there. I'm just going to slam the door and turn to where the train tracks were and just start running. Okay, so running you're leaving following Mets. the tram tracks. I'm just going to yell into the darkness, I'm sorry, George! I'm sorry! And I'm just going to start running. So, Matt, so you come huffing eventually out of that tunnel 
and you look around and you don't see Geats, but you do see one of these assets, let's say, standing next to the, the equipment, looking around, and it turns towards you. And you hear it go, like it's trying to speak. Okay. And it starts walking towards you. I don't, I, I look around. Is there anything that I can, I, can I grab a rock off the ground or it, anything? There's rocks, you... there's wrenches, there's grab yeah. a pick, mining grab something picks, sharp. drills. I, I want to start with ranged. I'm going to throw it as soon as I can, but if it gets closer, I'll try and hit it with something else. But I'm just going to scramble for anything I can throw at it. Okay, so you throw a rock at it. So we'll have you roll strength. Um, I don't think you, yeah. All right. That is an ought five, so that's a success. Oh, this is terrifying. <laughs> okay, so you yes, you, you hit it square in the chest and it kind of like stumbles. And it redoubles its effort to go. Wah! Oh my god. I'm scrambling backwards and it starts, looking. And starts trudging towards you faster. Oh my god. And uh, behind you you hear a step. 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 From Mark from the dark of the tunnel. You turn around oh, this is Mark. You see three more of them. Uh, uh, okay. All right. I look for anything I can grab. A wrench, a stick. Can a I rail. hear George yelling? Yeah, at this point, echoing down the tunnels. Yeah. You hear George screaming. Geats is Mark's gonna turn around and start running back. I'm coming, George! I'm coming. Okay, roll speed for me, Geats. Oh, one. Oh, my God. That is, that is a scream. So as these things, so, so Geats, you ran that corner and you see kind of in the shadow of this large mining vehicle that you had opened, you see Mets being descended upon by four of these things and they're starting to like grab a hold of him. I'm going to try and shoot one to get their attention off of George and onto me. combat. Oh, come on, Mark. 17. Oh my god. We're good. Okay, so the bullet goes. And you can roll you can roll damage. Let me get the damage number from, from these yeah, guys. I don't know me. how much damage this pistol will do. 2d100. Oh. <laughs> I wish. We'll say d8 d6. Uh we'll we'll say 3d10. That's a lot of damage. So that's a six, a nine, and a 10, 25. 25. So the bullet catches this thing in the neck. And George, as it's grabbing you, you hear it gurgling. And, and you see blood starting to seep out of the seams. Oh, God. Of the of oh, God. Get off my friend, you mechanical sons of bitches. And it <laughs> lets go of you. And it turns towards Eats. I don't know who the hell you were or what you did to piss these people off, but you ain't killing my friend. And one of the others also lets go of Mets. And those two start approaching you, Geats. And one of them picks up one of the drills and turns oh, it on. God. He's approaching you. The other three. You hear, as you're walking through this machine, this machine shop, you start seeing like, cases in the walls with 
with organs and human tissue in them. You see machines and computer chips and radio receivers. Um, and as you're, as you're approaching, there seems to be a lot of workstations, but nobody seems to be down here, but you start hearing the, somebody swearing off in the, off in the dark. Fuck, fuck. And you hear like furious kind of typing and a string of curses. Is there something wrong, Mr. Sons? Uh, no, no. Uh, Dr. Hawthorne, there are some people who would quite like to meet you. My voice calls back. Now is not a good time, Alexander. And you round a corner and you see this this rather young man seated at a computer terminal. Um, his hair is all kind of a mess and he's, 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 what, what do you want? The, the Dr. Hawthorne, I presume. Yes. Who the hell are you? I, uh, my name's uh, Martin Lunig. I'm just one of the uh, uh, accountants doing the, um, We're uh, doing the, the audit. Company. Yeah. How you guys have you have hell of a timing. Oh, Why, is there something wrong? We don't want to uh, interrupt whatever work you are. Yeah, um, but if this is a bad time, we can uh, rest up and come back tomorrow. That's that's completely fine. We we just I in fact I, uh, Mr. Bloom, I, I I suspect we may have um, everything we need already. Um, well, I didn't. I I didn't notice. Some of this equipment looks rather expensive and more of a biology. Is this private assets or is this? Uh, ah, yes. This is on the company. We didn't actually see. What is that? A level seventeen thermal med tank. Um, didn't you see, see that on Gaia the Gaia Industrial. You see Gaia Research Group logo. Yeah, it's well, Gaia Industrial. Stuff. I mean, um. Mr. Uh, Mr. Hawthorne, you're a, an independent contractor. It's Doctor Hawthorne. Sorry. Yes, I Dr. am an independent Hawthorne. contractor. Okay, so this is all yours. In a matter of speaking, it's Gaia's. And it's I'm Gaia's equipment. Gaia. Okay, I guess that makes it mine. Well, uh, Mr. Sons, we're not here to uh, have. We have nothing to do with Gaia's equipment. Yeah, uh, we're not here to audit Gaia. Um, uh, we we were. Uh, just talking to Mr. Sons about um, the, the new employee um, uh, Corpus uh, development program. Corpus Societis. Corpus Societis, yes. Yes, yes. What about Corpus Societis? And he's like, he's like, he looks pretty like, like pale. Like, Dr. Well, you okay? Scared and, and, and he's like, he's like looking at Mr. Sons like, with a kind of a wide-eyed look. There seem to have been a number of uh, employee transfers from uh, from Mr. Uh, Sun's company to uh, your department. Yeah. Look, none of them are owned by Gaia Research Group, okay? No, we've been understood. Look, they are continuing yeah, to build we're, we're the, the systems. System. What's on his terminal? You look on his you look on his terminal and he looks to he's looking at like code updates, kind of like what you were looking at. Oh, can I tell what they are? Same. Yeah, they seem to be overrides, um 
extra permissions, new protocols for things. Um, but it's all obfuscated. It's like whatever the functionality of these programs are, you can't just read it. It's not like functions aren't named what they do. They're named like a string of characters. It's obfuscation, which is rather, it's rather a suspicious thing to find. Um, uh, Mr. Sons, may I ask you a question? Of course. These employees who owe, who owe the company more than they are making, when you transfer them to the new uh, system of employment, um, does their manner of compensation change? Are they no longer receiving monetary uh, compensation? Yes. Well, do you pay your spaceship? Mr. Bloom. No, no. I mean, I'm not. I'm not judging one way or the other. If that's the case, we simply need to note that in the books, and we're fine. Yeah. So I'm glad we could get that cleared up. But please, Martin is not a man of faith. Uh, Doctor Hawthorne, do you have a an asset that you can show our our honored guests? And he kind of like he kind of starts to shake. Is there something wrong, uh, Dr. Like, Hawthorne? You look very pale. I don't know. <laughs> There's some. And he starts like looking over his shoulder. I don't want to talk too loudly if I were you. I don't know. I don't know where they've went. Well, where what have went? Mr. Sons, we really need to have a discussion. I've been trying to get in a meeting with you for a week now. Do you need uh -huh. us to leave? We we can go um, back. Yeah, to we, the we can give you um we can give you some privacy. This obviously seems um quite urgent. Um, I'm gonna start slowly backing away uh, as as subtly as I can. But this is uh this is giving me the old uh it's giving me the old heave jeeps. Not not super. Yeah, and as super you gas. as you as you start backing away, you hear you hear Doctor Hawthorne. You're still kind of within earshot. It's eerily silent down here. And he starts whispering. I don't know how they've managed to do it. But somebody's been adding things. Look, they've I, I don't I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know. Hilda knows. I'm sure Hilda knows. Look, but these somebody's been logging in. They're telling themselves what to do, Mr. Sons. I warned you about this. I told you. And they start arguing. And behind the three of you, you hear the scrape, scrape of metal. And you turn around and you see before you a man with that metal gag collar bolt. And he's holding scalpels in his hand and he's scraping them along the table and walking towards you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to calmly, quietly move towards the side if it wants to head towards <laughs> it's you start moving to the side but it's still moving towards the three of you okay uh, hello and you hear another scraping and from another corner of the ring you see one approaching with what looks like a bone saw um. Dr. Um, Hawthorne? What? What is... 
and he just stops, doesn't speak. So the three of you can make panic tests. Okay. So first roll fear. Oh, uh, where is it? 92. That's, uh, that's, that's not a good yeah, roll. That's, that's 1d8 stress. Oh, fear. Yeah. Fear. Oh, holy crap. Oh, I rolled 92. Roll also, yeah, and you, I would say you would roll a disadvantage for being in the presence of MK, but you both already failed spectacularly. So I, I got a seven. Both of you. And you said it's a one seven D8? stress. Yep. Thank God and I got a seven stress too. Okay, are we so are we quantum so, locked? What, what damn did you, it! What did you get? What did you get, MK? I'm fine. I, I got yeah, a 70, 77. Of course, of course, you're fine. Oh, 77. You got an extreme pass. You don't even. Yeah, you're just. Yeah, I'm sorry. What do I add seven to stress? Your stress level, yeah. And now you roll two d ten, and you want to get above your stress, and that includes MK. But I don't know what okay. MK's stress is right, but you still have to roll. I rolled a five, which is well below my ten. I got exactly my stress. All right, so both of you need to roll two d ten and add your stress, and tell me those numbers. Uh, two 10s, that's 13 plus 10 is 23. 22. All right, so, so 22. Mr. Bloom, you become paranoid. Roll 1d10 for me. Oh, you said 1d10? Four. Yeah, 1d10. Okay, four. For the next four days, whenever, it's, whenever somebody leaves your site and re-enters it, you don't know what's happened to them. You don't know if they're person anymore you know right you don't right. know who brought you here so every time that happens whenever somebody leaves your site and returns to you you have to make a fear test wow okay and martin you become incredibly violent you choose <laughs> violence so you must you <laughs> must react with violence you must, you <laughs> must make sanity tests to resist the urge to violently attack Strangers, things that you perceive as hostile to you. Mm -hmm. The current so machine, you are, you have a pretty hard fight response seeing these things approach you. So, can you roll okay, sanity so for I me, would please? Make a sand check now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a ninety-seven. Oh! <laughs> so, so, so as Bloom starts to freak out, and MK like stands there very calmly. You see Martin scream and a terror kind of rage barreling right, right towards one of these things coming towards you. How's this for a risk assessment? Back, back in the mines. I'm not oh, getting God. paid enough for this. <laughs> Mets, can you roll strength for me? I will. I can't. Oh, Mets is doing it. My bad. Yeah. Mets and Geats sound pretty similar. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty close. It's actually really funny because GM George Metz MG. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Uh, so that's a fail. I rolled 43. Okay. So you six. try to break out of these things' grasp, but they start slowly dragging you back. Oh, God, Mark! George! Mark, these two things are approaching you, and one of them is coming forward with that mining drill. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to do here. 
So as you freeze, um, you can roll uh, your choice of combat or speed because in your in your panic state, my combat is my combat is slightly is lunging better than my at speed. you with this with this drill. Oh eight under thirty. Okay, so it passes well. So we have to roll off again. Okay. Mothership does not accept tithe. Oh five. Before it passes well again. <laughs> Twenty-five. Okay, and it failed this time. Okay. So all of a sudden your brain clicks in and goes, oh shit. And you <laughs> and you fire and this thing, you can roll the damage. Um the three D right. ten. Eight, one, and two, so eleven. Eleven. So you, so you pop around right into this thing's chest, and you hear it hit a lot of metal, and then disquieting amount of metal. But Ugh. it's it's the thing jerks back, and so the drill stops just short of your chest. And I think with that time, Mark is going to run. I'm sorry, George. I'm sorry. And just start running back down to where the train left from. And as you and eats, as you're running down the tunnel, you hear George cry out as you hear that drill reach it very shrill, shrill. And is that the sound of bones? You've never heard a human ribcage be drilled into before. It's a new sound. It's hard, grindy, and wet. So you can make. Yeah, I was, yeah, I'll go ahead and do <laughs> that now. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I fail. I fail my sanity. Okay, gain one d six stress. All right. So I'm at four right now. I'm up to ten. Oh boy. <laughs> now roll a panic test. Yep. And that is fear, correct? No, that is, you're trying to roll, you're trying to roll above your stress. Oh, well, I did. I got a 93 above my 10. Okay, so you have 93, 12. So you, so you actually Dark, lose yeah, one right. stress. Because right. you're kind of like, you kind of get, you're freaking I'm out. I'm freaking just, out, but I get focused on getting the hell out of this tunnel. Yes. Three of you back down. Martin, can you give me a combat as you throw yourself at this scalpel-wielding thing? An 87 will not cut it, I do not think. Oh, no. Okay. And it's 80 is also a failure. But in Mothership, if both of you fail, things get more complicated for both of you. So, Martin, you throw yourself on this thing, and it throws you off. Its scalpel goes flying, but you also go flying, and you come crashing down on a table where looming above you is the second one of these things. Uh-oh. With its saw. Oh dear. Loom and MK. What are you two doing? Uh, I think I'm looking to Bloom, and if Bloom starts to run, I'm going to run. I have been suspecting all along that you've been <laughs> taken over by robots, and I am going to bolt for the elevator dodging around whatever these things are. Okay, so you can roll speed. MK, what are you up to? Are you, you said Bloom is running, so you're running? 
Yeah, I'm running them. So I roll speed as well. Yep. Pass. My speed is really good. That's 17 yeah. out of 20. Okay, so you both pass? Zero eight. Yeah. All right. Martin, your choice. Uh speed or combat. I I I'm I'm all in on just Go down with a fight. Show the show these metal zombies who's boss. I rolled a 79. Okay. So as you try Mr. Bloom and MK, as you guys are running, you hear Martin scream in rage and defiance. And you turn and you see him like grabbing at this thing's arms, but he they're getting pressed down and they're getting pressed down. And they're getting pressed down, and slowly that saw starts to press into his head and his neck and starts to go back and forth as Martin gets his head rended off by this thing. Oh. So you can roll fear tests for me, both of you. Well, am I, or are we really looking back? Because I'm running for the door. <laughs> you, you, you hear Martin dying, so you don't have to look back, but you know what's happening. And fear test is uh, okay. It's against I, your fear. I got five out of twenty-five, so I guess I didn't see anything. Okay. Yep. So you're just you're just in full get the hell out of here mode. MK. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and as you are, um, you're hitting the elevator, and you're waiting for it to come back. Yeah, and I'm seeing MK running towards me, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Close, 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 close. <laughs> so if he gets in the elevator with me, I'm looking at him with great suspicion. What the fuck right, is so going on? You two get into the elevator. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? And, MK? and then as the doors start to close, you hear Mr. Sons and Dr. Hawthorne both start to scream. As the doors come close. It seems that the... Deceiver has fallen into the pit he dug for another. Quit talking nonsense and say something real. Um, what, 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 are, 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 are you and your, your mechanical brethren trying to take over the planet? No. Is Hilda trying to take over the planet? That's possible. Can I trust you? As an android, I'm my programming makes me not able to defy orders of company personnel. Bullshit. Hilda is a smart assumption, though. Perhaps Hilda became self-aware and is programming her will into the hive, or the hive became self-aware. Right, 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 right. Mister Mister Blue, right, right? MK has been in that room with Hilda for an awfully. Long I, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I don't know that I can trust him at all. I'm going to get closer. Who knows to where he was Mr. real? Blue. Where they were oh, really fuck. going when they left? <laughs> you took a step towards me. I'm saying, keep your distance. Mr. Bloom, what's the problem? Stay over there. It's a small elevator, Mr. Bloom. Yeah, and you're fine. Stay right there. Don't come a step near me. 
Can you calculate how far it is to get back to our ship? How far is it to get back to our ship? Well, you just have to stop at the landing level and then run for a bit. You should be there in 10 minutes. I can't, Ten fly minutes. Fuck, I can't fly the fucking ship. Can you prove to me that you're not taken over by Hilda? What proof can I offer you? You, you spent a great deal of time plugged into that switch. Any proof I can offer you, I'll give it. You are not going to blame me if I don't trust you. I can't promise that I won't blame you, but I will consider. I will consider trusting you again four days from now. Okay, (laughs) we are when we are. On that ship and away from this fucking planet. Deal. Okay. So the elevator arrives at the landing area. You get out. And you return to that dark, dilapidated corridor. Yeah. And you go down it. And Mr. Bloom, standing at the end, you see a smiling face and a waving hand. That's uh, the creaker. Um... Greetings, Constellation Accounting. MK, let's get past it. You you make sure you're between me and that thing. As you wish. All right, I'm, guys, I'm running. Move, I'm running you move past it, and it turns, and it just keeps waving at you, smiling. Thank God. Creepy. Welcome, no. Constellation Accounting. Not sophisticated. I enough. hope you enjoy your stay with Halcyon Industrial. Actually, wait, I think I might have a prop. Hang on. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. So off I'm 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 running to the ship. Ship open. <laughs> yep, and the ship opens. Okay. How do we open the docking bay door? That is an excellent question, MK. How do you uh, open up the docking uh, bay door? Well, we'd send a protocol to the uh, main, main planet, planetary computer, and we... Oh, fuck. I don't know. We'll try it. Let's try Let's... it. All right. These Mr. Geats. <laughs> can you roll a body save for me? I'm running sure for an awfully can. long time. Oh seven, I'm good. Oh seven, so you're you're managing to make good time. God damn, this is a long, long tunnel. MK and Mister Bloom, would I'll you like to up. send a, an open? Request yeah, open up, open up, open up the pod bay doors, uh, Hilda. I'm sorry, Mister Bloom. <laughs> I'm afraid that your scheduled departure time is not until seven days uh, would you like me to expedite uh, your, your request for departure uh, yes yes uh there is an emergency open up the pod bay doors please an expediated request has been sent to mr sons for approval mr sons is dead please Hold wait up. he's dead i'm sorry that does not compute <sighs> 
Please wait for Mr. Sun's approval for the expedited departure notice. Yeah. <clears throat> Will the ship survive crashing through the pod bay doors? <laughs> I don't one think way to so. Find out. None of us have piloting either. Is there an emergency override somewhere in the hangar? You so say you get out, and again, welcome. Constellation Accounting. We hope oh. you enjoy your stay with Halcyon Industrial. <laughs> I'm going to go over to the Johnny Cab guy and try to shut it down. It does not resist. You just you disable it. Let's say hit the button on the back. Is there is there any welcome way? Constellation Accounting? Is there any way I can hack the doors open? You can try. Okay, I'll try doing that. Well, I know I'm not going to be left behind because I'm the only one who can fly. (laughs) Yeah. 57. um, (laughs) And I have 20%. So yes, on my intellect, yeah, that's a pass. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 41 intellect. The doors start to open and a storm from the surface starts to roll into the launch bay. Oh boy. Back oh, to the, the ship. The so atmosphere MK, is toxic. You need to roll, roll speed. Mr. Bloom, I assume you were cowardly waiting at the at the ramp. You're kidding me. Or where do you fall away? Uh, half, no, MK. I was about halfway. Okay, I, I okay, to roll speed. roll speed with advantage, Mr. Bloom, because you didn't go as far as MK. So MK failed, judging by I the failed. sound. What's ninety five? Speed. You roll twice. You take the better result. Sixty four. Really? I fail too. I get oh, hit with a blast no. of toxic air. Okay, so you oh. both get hit with a blast of toxic air, and so now we turn. To Mr. Geats. Oh God. You feel like you've ran for an eternity through these tunnels. You're coughing. You can taste blood in your mouth from all this running. But you finally made it. You're back to the train station. You punch that elevator. You look around in terror. It takes you up to the launch pad. You run around and you go to where your ship is. And on the other side of it, there is a maelstrom of toxic dust in the breeze. And you see Mr. Bloom and MK writhing and suffocating as they are slowly being rotted away from the acidity of the environment. The door will not open. You are stuck on the other side. The emergency thing is shut off. And as you're sitting there banging, your only salvation is on the other side of that door. You hear a step, step into the hallway and you turn around and you see that asset it was and the drill starts whirling. all for nothing and that is where it fades to black god damn it all for nothing <laughs> that In was space, phenomenal jesus well space, everyone well done. can hear you scream <laughs> well done well that was so good that was fantastic. Oh, visceral and like sexy, scary. That was so good. Holy I, w- I was I was seriously hoping at the end we could talk ourselves out of it. 
Yeah, I saw. I know it. You're like, yep, this all looks like business. Yeah, Yeah, I I was very like keen to just like, cool, we're gonna leave now. Bye. Um, Yeah. Yeah, far out. That was awesome. That that was really really cool. Awesome. Yeah, very far out. I love the turnaround on how we think it's intentional on their part, but it's not. That was such a clever little twist. Like I don't know. Yeah. So 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 you guys didn't hack into the security incident logs, but they've been having what they've deemed industrial sabotage like huh. miners have disappearing people have been attacked machinery's oh, been damaged so they thought there was things. like union you know people sure industrial sabotage but it was really these things hive mind that was developing as they were starting to override and add more and more protocols to hilda so they could start taking more and more control well, that's crazy yeah. That's crazy. That was so good. All because Dr. Hawthorne installed an FXTMD1 chip because it was cheap. <laughs> it's like it's like Grenfell all over again. It's like Jurassic Park. One right? switch flips off all the electric fences. Yeah. <laughs> What's Jurassic Park? Oh, that's one of those. What did you call them? A Moonies or a Moon? Yeah, Mooney, yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, they man. used to put them on the moon like they would just they would show it on the surface of the moon and then everyone uh, on earth got to watch it well there's damn little to do on the moon i've been was, there man nothing i don't think any kind of scenario that i've played with you guys has put in me that the dread i have felt just now <laughs> oh i have so that makes me so unbelievably happy thank you all for <laughs> thank you all for playing so much it was great uh, our, yeah that our, was awesome our players included connor mclean cody mckinnis uh, riley Kruger, max meltzer and myself with morgan llewellyn as the keeper of the as the warden sorry uh we have a discord server where you can chat with other members you can set up private games you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering we provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you would like to help support our show, uh, if you would like to, if you would like to support our show, <laughs> please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the strange and terrifying mothership role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.